Welcome to Formerly Crazy, a podcast about learning from our past so we can maybe have a better future. Let's have a laugh at all the crazy or embarrassing moments and try our best to be slightly less crazy. Hey everybody, welcome back to the third episode of Formerly Crazy. I'm your host, Christian Sanchez, and today our topic is how to be motivated, baby, how to find that motivation and yeah, and achieve everything that you want to achieve. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Today is a solo episode. But before we get into that, please subscribe if you like the show. So that way you won't miss an episode. It'll automatically go to your phone. You can share it with a friend or leave a review. Leave a review is you can actually write a review if you want to, or you can rate us. Um, preferably you would rate us five stars. I would really like that. Thank you everyone who has rated us and left a reviews. It's so like pleasant. It was so nice to like wake up and see that. So thank you guys for the support. Um, okay. So before we get into the episode this week, I will do a quick tea time sesh, but I also, <laughs> I want to talk about jacket gate on my TikTok cause holy shit. Okay. First of all, I'm proud of myself because I've been really consistently posting on TikTok and my videos are starting to get like consistent views. Like this week, most videos I've posted have had over like 1K views, which is hard to do on TikTok unless you like popped off on TikTok in like 2020, beginning of 2021. Like it's kind of hard to do that. So I'm just saying I put I've been putting in the work. Anyway, one of my videos that got a got some attention this week is what I'm referring to as jacket gate. If you follow me on Instagram, which if you don't, you should because I think I'm funny on Instagram and I give hot girl vibes. Anyway, (laughs) I posted this TikTok video on Saturday night of pick an outfit with me, you know, because I'm trying to be like a little influencer girly. And so I'm trying to get into making outfit videos. Do I think I'm a style icon? No, but maybe after Jacket Gate, I will be. This is how I know I'm starting to make it. I'm starting to get hate comments on my TikTok. And that's how you know when you're you're starting to pop off. <laughs> is when people start saying mean things to you on the internet. And I don't know what it is about TikTok, but I feel like out of every social media site, like maybe, maybe aside from Reddit or like YouTube early 2000s, I feel like people are so fucking savage on TikTok for no reason, like with no merit, reason or rhyme. And I started having these girls comment on my TikTok. They were like, um, your jacket doesn't match your outfit. Bruh. Okay, first of all, the outfit I was wearing was just a black crop top, a black mini skirt, and black boots. And then I just got this jacket from Zara. It's like kind of an, I want to say it's like brownish, but it almost looks like kind of charcoal. And all these little kids are commenting on my TikTok. They're like, it doesn't match. And I'm like, what the fuck? And people are, other people are liking their comments and I'm really dramatizing it. Like it was not that deep. There wasn't that many comments, but I was just so surprised. Cause I'm like, okay, I have said some embarrassing slash done some embarrassing stuff on the internet for attention. And like the fact this is what is the most polarizing thing that is getting attention. I'm just genuinely shocked by like, I would think my video about I don't know what controversial thing have I posted on TikTok 
I don't know. I feel like I've just said and done worse things on TikTok that I don't understand why this was the thing people decided to argue about. But thank you, my haters, because it boosted my views, getting higher amounts of likes and comments consistently. So thank you for contributing to my influencer era. Um, I now think I'm too famous for anybody. So um, moral of the story is if you're not following me on TikTok, you should at Christian like Dior. Okay. Oh, last thing I'll say too. one of my friends messaged me this and she was like, you just need to post the Nicki Minaj quote where she says the jacket is great. And that's just the tea. The jacket looks great. So if you didn't like my outfit, keep it to yourself. Okay. Also, I'm also having a moral crisis right now and imposter syndrome because I took this picture Saturday night, that same night, I was wearing the same outfit and my belly was out because one thing about me, I like to wear as tiny clothes as possible and show as much skin as possible. I don't know why, I just have always been like that. Maybe it's because I was raised Mormon and even though my parents didn't like super enforce that the short time we were Mormon, like, I don't know, I feel like my instinct was to rebel and I've always just liked wearing more like revealing clothing, I guess, but whatever. I posted this picture on my Instagram. You can go see it if you want to, but it's, I look sexy in it and my abs look great. Like my friend Cheo, shout out, took a picture of me and was like, and used my little influencer light. I have this Amazon, this light I got on Amazon. I think people call it the Alex Earl light because she made it popular on TikTok, but it's this bright ass light that fits in your purse and you can clip it to your phone. And it's basically like a mini ring light you can bring with you when you go out so your pictures look bomb. Anyway, Cheo took a picture of me in the club with this light and my abs were popping. Like my jaw dropped when I looked at the photo. I was like, do I really look like this? And he was like, yes, bitch, you've been working out. And I was like, damn, I wanna post this. And then the second I was about to post it, I was like, wait, no, I'm insecure because then like, what if people think I need to look like this all the time and I create like a negative, like narrative in my head, but I decided against it and I decided to post it anyway. And everyone was like, oh my God, yes, look at your abs. And I'm like, yes, I'm very proud because I have been on my gym and like health journey recently. But I also was like having this internal conflict where I'm like, Am I setting up a bad expectation for myself? So um, this is just me voicing my like, <laughs> this is just me voicing my um, insecurities to you guys. So just know that social media is all a facade. And um, even though that is an unedited picture of myself, um, yeah, it's still creates insecurities for people. So I just wanted to say that. Let me know if you guys ever feel that way. I feel like sometimes if I if my makeup looks really good and I post a picture of it, I'm like, I don't look like that. That's fake. Even though that is my face. I don't know. These are issues I should be talking about with my therapist, not with you guys, but whatever. Anyway, moral of the story is follow me on all my social media accounts. Okay, let's get into our tea time segment for today. Okay, so the tea time segment is a little short because I really want to get to the topic today. But I want to talk about this Tarte drama, aka the most recent Tarte drama, because the brand Tarte tends to have a lot of drama, but we'll get into it. Okay, so there's this influencer. Her name is Bria Jones, and she posted a video on TikTok this week that went viral. And she was basically saying how last weekend for F1, the race in Miami, um, Tarte, uh, was sponsoring her to go on a brand trip with them. 
and she was excited to go. She accepted it, whatever. And then she was looking over the itinerary and noticed that her itinerary, like for the flights and stuff, didn't line up with everyone else's on the trip. And they were actually getting her a flight back home a day early before the actual events and everything of F1 had ended. And so her video essentially was her was about her being upset about this and feeling like she was kind of like second tier in this whole like influencer trip, right? So because of this, Tarte got a lot of backlash and people started posting all these videos. And then other influencers started going hard for Tarte because they've been doing like a lot of extravagant brand trips recently. Like they did this crazy brand trip to Dubai back in like, I think that was like February, I don't know, like earlier this year. And they like paid for all these influencers to go to Dubai, paid them first class. And so they just had a lot of like controversy around them. And like I said before, they are known for having just kind of like a lot of controversies, especially when it comes to how they work with influencers. So all these other influencers who had been on trips with them recently started going hard for them and defending them, being like, no, Tart is so great. I've had a good experience with them. Nothing but my experience with Tarte has been nothing but amazing. I'm so grateful to go on this trip, even though I don't have the best opportunities. I feel grateful. Um, and then the CEO, I think her name's Maureen Kelly. I don't know. I don't feel like fact checking it. But anyway, the CEO Maureen decided to make a get ready with me video uh, addressing the situation. And she's using she's using Tarte products in her video of her being like, oh, this was just a misunderstanding. Like we wanted her to come on the trip and it was an accident. We like value our our creators, blah, 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 blah. Personally, I, I don't really use anything from Tarte. I don't hate the brand, but I have never been like a diehard Tarte girly. And I just feel like as someone who doesn't use the brand, doesn't really have any experience with the brand outside of just seeing it, in Sephora and seeing influencers use it, this whole take that the CEO had and this very kind of like insensitive quote unquote apology kind of made me have a bad taste in my mouth. Just because like, I just feel like it's kind of being dismissive of Bria's feelings. Oh, I also forgot to mention this. Bria is a black creator. And as many people know, Black creators or people who are a part of like marginalized communities, but specifically black creators have a harder time building a platform because of, you know, racism, people's biases, uh, whether they're aware of them or not. And it's just harder. Like fact of the matter is it is just harder for black creators to grow on a platform and build a social media presence. So I don't know, even though Bria might not may not be the biggest influencer there is or that Tarte has worked for or worked with. I just don't understand why you would have a brand trip and not treat everyone equally. Like, because then it's just kind of like, I don't know, I just feel like it's dumb. Like if the point of the trip is to create brand awareness, I feel like you should treat everyone the same. Otherwise, not everyone is gonna have a good experience with the brand. I don't know, I just feel like also, if you have the money to literally fly all these people out, you can give everyone the same treatment. Like you, if you have the amount of disposable income from your brand to fly all these people out to this event this weekend or whatever. I feel like you have the ability to treat everyone equally. And if you don't, don't fly as many people out. 
I feel like it's that simple. I just feel like be be fair or don't. You know what I mean? Like it's not that hard. And in the past, creators like Jackie Ina, Alyssa Ashley, other like black creators have called Tarte out for not being an inclusive brand. And to be honest, I have tried to swatch their shades in Sephora before. They don't have a great shade range that's very inclusive. And I feel like when you have brands out here killing it with the shade ranges like Fenty Beauty, Rare Beauty, and like the year is 2023, you have no reason to not be inclusive. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like that's crazy to not be inclusive in 2023. Also, some other creators, I don't know. I feel like as far as the other creators trying to defend Tarte, it's just kind of like, it just kind of feels like if you don't agree with her, I feel like you should just not say anything then. You know what I mean? Instead of going hard for Tarte and being like, no, 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 they're actually a great brand because then instead you're trying to cut down somebody else and invalidate their experience and being like, oh, well, they're just making that that up. That's just their experience. And I feel like that's not okay because for example, I, I kind of relate to this being an actor. You want other people who have the same position as you to succeed and get opportunities and get fair opportunities because not only is it one, the right thing to do, but two, you eventually create a better expectation for other people in your field and don't gatekeep it or make it as hard for other people in your field to succeed. So if I see this other influencer, you know, maybe being discriminated against or not getting the same opportunities as me, I'm not gonna like shame them and be like, well, you just don't work hard enough or you just aren't as big as me. I'm going to try to uplift them and be like, you know what? No, you deserve the same opportunities as me because we have different advantages in this life or like we were set with different amounts or levels of privilege. You know what I mean? And yes, influencers are privileged people. Like they make money for just posting videos on the internet. That's not to say they're the most marginalized people in the world, but it's just another example on how I think we can just be better to help other people. I think it's fair to hold brands accountable. And if you like Tarte, that's fine. You can still like Tarte, but you can still like something and hold them accountable at the same time. You know what I mean? And I think this is good to have this conversation about what equity actually looks like instead of just being dismissive of people's feelings. So let me know what you guys think. If you're into the Tarte drama, if you agree with Bria, if you disagree, um, if you think Maureen's response to this drama was appropriate or not, um, sound off and let me know what you think. Okay, let's get into our main topic for today, which is how to be motivated and upgrade your life. So I feel like I am verified to talk about this because I have really like worked my ass off to be a disciplined and self-motivated person and I am just not naturally like that. I've, it's something I've had to work towards. So I want to share my like tips and tricks with you guys. It's something I was thinking about recently because I feel like recently I've had a lot of like my friends or coworkers say to me like, Christian, you are so motivating. Like, how do you have the energy to like do all the things you do? You know, like I've talked about it before. I wear a lot of hats. I'm pursuing my acting career. I have a podcast. I'm working on content creation. I work a nightlife job. You know, like I do a lot of things. I like try to consistently work out. And I've always kind of been like, I've always tried to be a jack of all trades kind of person or like a well-rounded person, but I haven't always been successful at it. But recently I feel like I've been confidently doing it well. So I just 
yeah, I want to talk about it today. I also want to say too, like in the past, I have, I mean, obviously the show is called Formerly Crazy. For those of you who know me, I am kind of a free spirit. I mean, I'm a Sagittarius. I'm extroverted. I like to go out. I like to party, you know, the whole spiel. And I feel like this is the first year I really have taken a step back away from that part of my life and really just focused on the things that I want. And it's not that I'm like complete, I've completely cut those things out of my life. Like I'm not the kind of person who can do things black or white. Like for example, I don't know if I'll ever be a completely sober person, but I knew at the beginning of this year, okay, I need to significantly, significantly cut back on my partying if I want to achieve everything that I set myself up for or all of the goals I want to hit this year, I need to compromise this, you know? And so because of that, I also just want to put this disclaimer that like, if you are going through a hard time in your life, like you're experiencing depression or grief, or, you know, you just don't feel motivated to really like push yourself, that is okay. That is like the number one thing is to really not push yourself to do something if you genuinely don't want to do it. But I want this episode to be about how to be motivated when you are kind of doubting yourself and you do want something and you do want to work towards it, but you're kind of like hesitant or there may be something mentally or physically blocking you and you do have the energy to overcome that. You just need that extra support. Today, I am that extra support for you. And I'm putting on my like soccer mom hat and cheerleader hat today. And I'm going to help motivate you guys. So let's get into it. So when it comes to being motivated, you know, we all have things that we're working towards. Maybe we want a new job. Maybe we're trying to improve our lifestyle. Maybe we're trying to be more active. Maybe we're trying to have better skin or hair. Maybe we're trying to build our relationships with people. We're trying to make new friends or maybe we're trying to get into a relationship. Whatever the case may be, you always have to remember your why and think about what motivates you and think about why am I even doing this shit in the first place? Why am I even bothering to do some shit that people might find annoying? I might embarrass myself. I might fail. Why? What's the reason? For me, a lot of different things motivate me. One of, one of the main motivators in my life that I think a lot of people can relate to is my family. I come from a big family. I have eight siblings. Everything that I've had, I have currently, I've had to work towards. I put myself through college. I moved to New York on my own. Even the apartment I live in now, I completely pay for it on my own. Like I don't have help from parents, co-signer, or anything like that. I don't even have roommates or like anyone to help me like pay rent, bills, anything. It's all on me. And I don't say that to gloat, but I say that because, you know, when I think about like, okay, what do I really want? These things that I have have not come to me easily. And my motivation had to be really strong for me to go out and get them, right? Let me tell you right now, New York City, this is not a fucking easy city to live in. And yeah, there's that stereotype like, oh, New York is so tough. No, 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 no. It's true. This like day-to-day life is so chaotic. There's always so many things going on. The energy of the city is so fast-paced. And even though like we just went through a crazy pandemic two years ago, New York always gonna be like that. And so when you're here, it's easy to feel like you're not doing enough. So you have to stay focused. You know what I mean? Um, so like I said, my family is a big motivator for me because, 
you know, a lot of them still live back home in Michigan and they're like, damn, Christian, you're really out here doing this shit and really doing everything you've wanted to do since you were like a little girl. You know, I was a little girl doing musicals, taking dance classes, doing acting classes. And I don't know if my siblings or anyone I grew up with ever really thought like, oh, Christian's going to be a professional actor, like for real. But I, everything, like I said, everything I've had, I have, it's because I worked for it and I have it now. And I don't even mean to be on some girl boss capitalist bullshit. I'm just saying like, you have to like be mentally strong to get the things you want. Some things that I do to help motivate myself and to keep myself going so I don't get complacent and I don't get stuck, you know? Complacent and just like, oh, you know, I've had a few acting jobs here and there. I don't need to be bigger, like da 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 da. I think it's good to be humble, but I think it's also okay to want more. But getting to like the next step isn't always easy. Something else that motivates me is because I come from, I guess, humble beginnings, you know, like uh, I don't even want to sit here and go into the details of my childhood because one, I don't want to like sit here and act like my childhood was super tragic. But you know, like growing up, my family didn't really take vacations. Like I had to say no to a lot of things simply because we couldn't afford it. And I just had this desire in myself that like when I grow up, I want to be able to have the things and do the things that I wasn't able to do or say yes to as a kid. I didn't even know I could go to college until I was a, maybe a junior in high school. And one of my like drama teachers was like, oh, you know, you can apply for college, right? And like, you can go to school for acting. Like that had never even been a thought in my mind. Me and my siblings who have gone to school were like the first people in our family to go to college and graduate. You know what I mean? So anyway, my biggest why, especially when it comes to like my career or day-to-day decisions that I make has had to be based on how will this get me to where I want to be, right? Like what can I do now that's within my control to get me to the next level. Obviously, working in an industry like like the entertainment industry, a lot of things are not in our control. So I have to find ways to work towards my goals that no one's gonna push me to do. Like I've never had someone like breathing down my neck or like pushing me to be like, okay, you gotta be better, like you gotta do this. Like I've had all my motivation has had to come from in like internally. And it's hard. I'm just going to be honest. It's hard. And especially living in a city like New York, it's so easy to get distracted. Like there's distractions all around you. And to be honest, sometimes it's nice to have those distractions there. Like sometimes I just need to go out with my friends and go crazy and have fun. And that's okay because I'm still young. I'm still figuring it out. But it's more about balance. You know what I mean? Like you can't lean one way more than the other. You know, like you can be the most motivated person but you also still have to have fun. You can also have fun all the time, but like, you know, you're not gonna be where you wanna be. Like, you know what I mean? So so I guess what I'm just trying to say is, is motivation comes in waves. So when you do have that wave and that push to like get you to the next level, you gotta ride it and you gotta like jump on it while you got it. And if you don't have that energy at this moment in time, that's okay. But this is for when you do have that motivation and you're scared to make the jump. A few tips I have to staying motivated is number one, 
I think of something I can do every day that's working towards a goal of mine. And even if it's like the smallest thing, if I accomplish that, I'm like, okay, I worked on it today. For example, uh, one of my goals is, you know, obviously I want to be a successful actor, right? So I made a goal for myself that once a week, I'm going to sit down, go through every casting website I use, like Actors Access, Casting Networks, whatever, and apply for a minimum of 10 jobs. That's it. And applying on those websites are easy because you can just like, boom, click your profile, boom, boom. You don't have to like really fill anything out or usually like tape anything, whatever. So yeah, so that's one way. And then as that got easier for me, it was easier for me to do it more frequently. Like, okay, instead of once a week, I'm gonna do it a few times a week or I'm gonna make sure to check every day because then eventually it became a habit and I just remembered to start doing it. And recently I've been seeing like, that work out in my favor because I've been consistently getting more auditions, getting more callbacks, um, booking more jobs. Like I just filmed a commercial like a few weeks ago. And so this all started from just making that a small habit. And now it's a part of my like day-to-day life. And there's other things that can apply to, like, let's say you want to, let's say a goal of yours is you want to be more clean. Okay. Maybe like a, a small goal you can set for yourself first towards your bigger goal is like, okay, I wanna be more clean. I'm gonna make my bed the second I get out of bed. You know what I mean? And it's just finding like little ways and little adjustments that become integrated into your life so that eventually they're just a part of your life. Like for me, I've always kind of been an active person, but I was never a gym girl. Like I was like a, oh, Pilates class or dance class kind of girl, but the gym always felt intimidating to me. So I started feeling confident and going to the gym more often by just doing little things when going to the gym like okay I'm just gonna go to the gym and I'm just gonna walk on the treadmill and that's all I'm gonna do today you know what I mean because at least I go and I did something and then once you feel comfortable you can work from there so it doesn't have to be anything crazy so think about daily little things you can do that will eventually incorporate it into your life um let's see I feel like I'm so on my motivational shit I'm like I am a motivational speaker. Another tip I have is surround yourself with people who support your goals and respect your boundaries. These are people, either friends, family, coworkers, that when you share your goals with them, they're like, oh my God, you would totally be great at that. Like, you could totally do that. How is this going? Like, have you, how, how have you been growing your makeup business? How have you, you know, been, putting yourself out there. You know what I mean? For example, like I used to have friends when I would tell them like, oh, I want to do this. They'd be like, "Mm, that seems like a lot of work though. And they would kind of be like a little dismissive and it would make me doubt myself. And those kind of people, you don't need to necessarily cut them out of your life, but you don't need to share your goals with them because it's just going to discourage you. And so you got to be around people who are going to support you. You know, like, let's say you want to, I don't know, let's say you're an artist, you're selling your art. You want to like, and let's say you make a page for your art. Um, hello, you want your friends to follow your page. Anytime my friends have a project they're working on or they make a social media account for something they're doing, I follow it. I'm like, yeah, I'll like your posts, whatever, because it's easy for me to support them. And I want people to do the same for me. So it's just like, it's good to do the, be, be the kind of friend that you need. You know what I mean? Another way is they can hold you accountable. Um, a gym buddy is a great example of this. Like I have friends, like one of my best friends, Georgia, shout out. Um, she wanted to get into fitness and she knows that like I work out a lot, whatever. And she was like, Hey, is it okay if I like go to 
workout classes with you, go to the gym with you. And I was like, yeah. And we would like hold each other accountable because there'd be some days I didn't want to go. And she'd be like, oh, I signed up for class already. And I'd be like, damn, I should go. And now it's a both part of our lifestyles. And now it's something we've bonded over and it's helped us build a better like friendship. You know what I mean? So when you have people around you who like support your goals and support like support everything you want to achieve, it's just going to make you feel more inspired and hold you more accountable to actually like committing to getting things done. Because, you know, if your friend asks you like, oh, like, how's your like new side business doing and you're like oh I haven't really worked on it they're gonna be like oh why not you know what I mean and like maybe like a little social pressure is good and it's not like a competitive thing it's like a you know you want to share your like your journey with your friends that's how you connect and relate to other people right so in general you just always want to have people around you who support your goals and support your boundaries um which kind of leads me into my next tip which is sometimes you have to say no to things and do shit that you don't want to do For example, (laughs) sometimes, and I've really, really had to try hard to do this recently. Listen, people like, people hit me up a lot to go out. You know, I'm a former party girl, right? My friends will always hit me up every like, I don't know, most nights of the week. And they'll be like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Come out. And I could say yes. In the past, I would say yes more often than I would say no. But because this year I have certain goals for myself, like I'm really working, like I said, on my acting jobs, really working on my content creation. I'm really working on my health and fitness journey. I've had to say no. And it's not because I don't love them or I don't want to see them, but they know what they know what my um, values are and they know what my goals are. And so they get it. They don't take it personally. They're not like, oh, you never come out anymore. Da, 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 da. People who say that to you are not your real friends because your real friends want to support you. Even though like they may be disappointed because they're like, oh, well, I really want to hang out with you. I really want to do this. They're not going to be mad at you or hold it against you. So like I said, sometimes you have to say no. And sometimes you have to do things that you don't want to do. Like, for example, do I want to work a nightlife job? No. But I know I want to live in an apartment by myself. And to do that, I need to make a job making X money and I need to make X money so I can pay my bills. And if I have my bills paid and I'm living okay, then I can focus on my bigger passions, right? So it's kind of like a domino effect in the sense that one thing leads to another. And so, yeah, do I want to work till 2 a.m. and have to give up my weekends for the rest of my life? No, but I know I have to do that now to eventually get to be where I want to be. So I know it's like, it sounds like an annoying like girl boss mentality where you're like, just hustle, babe. But there is some merit to it in the sense of like, if you want to upgrade your life, you just have to put the work in a little bit. And it doesn't even have to be anything crazy. You know, like you don't have to like push yourself to where you're like really unhappy or really suffering to where you're really unhappy or you're really like breaking your back. But like little things, you know, maybe you give up a night of going to the bar with your friends so you can, you know, apply for job. And honestly, that's another good tip too. Maybe like your uh, your way of motivating yourself is you have a reward system. Like I do that a lot. Like, um, for example, I need to get this, this, and this done today. So that way I can go out with my friends tonight or hang out with my friends and just be goofy or just relax so I don't have to worry or and I won't feel bad like, oh, shit, I need to do this tomorrow. And I won't like have something in the back of my head like waiting to do, you know, like, for example, last Saturday, 
I had an audition I needed to film and I was like, damn, I really need to get this audition done. And I made sure to get it done during the day so I could go out at night and hang out with my friends and hang out with my boyfriend and not have to worry about it. So if you can create like a, a little reward system like that, then do it. I guess my takeaway from this or what I want you guys to really think about and really just, I don't know, envision and really just learn from this or envision what your life would be like if you achieve everything you set yourself up for. And if you really want it, you'll find a way to get it. And maybe, you know, we live in a time where you, everyone is so public with their accomplishments. Everyone only shares like their successes. And like, I'm victim to it too. I was talking about it in the beginning of the episode where I'm like, oh, I don't want to post like a picture of myself where I look really good and then hold myself accountable to looking like that all the time. You know what I mean? Like we do it to ourselves. We, do, we compare ourselves to other people and other people's successes. So your way of achieving your goals can be on whatever timeline you want it to be. And so, yeah, so I feel like these are good tips and like little ways and like low pressure ways you can incorporate these things into your life so they naturally flow into your life and you make it work for you instead of setting an unrealistic expectation for yourself and then not accomplishing it and feeling like you failed, you know? And honestly, even if you do set up small goals and you fall off track or you, or you do fail at them, it's not as big of a risk. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it doesn't feel as like, oh, I'm such a failure. I'm such a failure. It's like, whatever. I felt I got off track. Now I can get back on track. New challenge. And it's about changing that like inner voice in your head and that narrative. So like I said, we're always trying to change a crazy voice in our head. That negative self-talk that's telling you you can't do something because you can. So real quick, before we wrap up the show, I'm going to just read some listener submissions on what motivates you guys. Um, a lot of people said family, which obviously I totally relate to. I think a lot of people, you know, have that desire to make their family proud to some capacity. So obviously that can be a big motivator. Um, this person said making more money than a man. Um, and I love that as a feminist icon. <laughs> um, this person said my family, my inner child, financial freedom, Oh, that was another good one, too. Um, two other people wrote the financial freedom and money being a big motivator. That's giving very much chase the bag energy, which if that's your wave you're on, good for you. But yeah, I hope you guys found this to be helpful, inspiring in some kind of way. I mean, listen, I get it. It's hard. Even just sitting down and finding the motivation to have a conversation with myself, knowing I'm going to upload it on public platforms, that can be intimidating and sometimes hard for me to find the motivation to do that because I kind of let fear get in my way. I'm like, oh, people might judge me, X, Y, Z. And, you know, like I, the point is I'm trying to say I, I get it. But at the end of the day, we can't let our fear stop us from getting what we really want. So sound off. Let me know what you guys think. Um, remember the tips and let me know if, you know, you found this helpful to you. So um, the, <laughs> real quick, um, before we wrap up the show, someone wrote in a question and they said, hey, are you going to do an emotional anthem of the week? And <laughs> with my old show, we used to do a thought anthem of the week to end the show every week. And although... I haven't found the perfect segment to replace that yet. I thought it would be fun to end this episode today with that. Um, 
that kind of fits the theme as well. So I guess my emotional anthem of this week is Tears Dry on Their Own by Amy Winehouse. One of my fave songs ever. But yeah, that song has always been, I think it's inspirational to a lot of people because it's about like healing yourself and taking care of yourself, especially after feelings of being heartbroken and kind of just being able to pick yourself back up. So yeah, I feel like that fits the theme for today. So Tears Dry On Their Own is my emotional anthem for this week. Thank you guys for tuning in to Formerly Crazy. If you like the show, remember to rate us and leave us a review. You can follow us at Formerly Crazy on Instagram and TikTok. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at Christian Like Dior on TikTok and Christian Like Dior with two R's in Dior on Instagram. Theme music is by Ray South and logo is by L Cast Media. So going to check those out they're also linked in the episode description thank you guys for tuning in and i will see you all next time Mwah.